Welcome to episode 39A of the Tax Professionals Podcast. This episode is to help you to pass the Law CBE for ATT in CTA with Lisa Boothman, this episode's guest. Welcome to the Tax Professionals Podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you improve your tax career. Here's your host, Jack Bonehill. This is a supplementary episode to episode 39, which is about how to pass the ATT and CTA CBEs. So before listening to this, I highly recommend listening to that episode. This episode is just a few specifics in relation to the law CBE, whereas episode 39 covers the key information that you need to know about the CBEs and how to study for them to ensure you pass. You can access this episode in your podcast player of choice or by heading on over to thetaxprofessionalspodcast.com forward slash ttpp39. You can also download a supplementary tip sheet for passing the CBEs by heading on over to thetaxprofessionalspodcast.com forward slash CBE tips. There will also be episodes on the ethics and accounting CBEs. To make sure that you don't miss out on these episodes, you can sign up to email notifications at thetaxprofessionalspodcast.com forward slash subscribe. There's also plenty of previous episodes on the podcast to help you with passing the ATT and CTA exams, but that's not all that's covered. There's interviews with successful tax professionals to hear the secrets to their success and episodes covering how to improve at important skills working in tax. Head on over to thetaxprofessionalspodcast.com or search for The Tax Professionals Podcast in your podcast player of choice to listen. Without further ado, let's get to it. Uh, So I know we talked about it a little bit already, uh, the the Law CBE, but how did you personally find the, the Law CBE? What was your experiences of that one? So I I think originally I was going to sit a different um, CBE first, but I found that when I looked when I received the books and looked at law, I thought this one looks harder to me. <laughs> so I'm going to try and sit this one first. Um, and I was definitely I found it a bit daunting, but once I got into it, there are bits that are quite interesting. But originally, when I started out. Uh, I was a bit scared of it, <laughs> thinking, how am I going to get through all of this? There's just so much um, in the law, but but it's you can get through it, it's not to scare anyone, but yeah, um, I found it, like you said, very fact-intensive, um, particularly the first couple of chapters as well, because it's more, it felt like more to do with the history of law, um, but yeah, as it, as it goes on, it's manageable. <laughs> It is, yeah, it, it is manageable. But as you say, that it's it's kind of easy to underestimate these the CBEs, isn't it? Because they're multiple choice. But the, even though it's multiple choice, it doesn't make some of the questions any easier, <laughs> does it? Because of the facts you need to know. They don't, they don't make it easy. The, the the options that you have aren't obvious. Some of them are really similar. So yeah, it's bit, particularly on the law one. The dates is the the thing that really threw me off because. Yeah. You know, they could change the date by like five days and you could think, oh, I know it's in the 30s. But exactly. <laughs> which one in the 30s is it? <laughs> so um, I think for someone who hasn't st- even looked at the book yet, I think it's hard to kind of know what is covered by the Law CBE. So kind of like a very, very brief overview. What does the Law CBE cover? Um. It's got a lot in there. Um, it's got about constitutional law, um, company law, employment law. Um, there's a lot on trusts and land and property and 
contract and tour, which people might come across quite a lot. Um, there's a lot of case law, which is relevant for a lot of people in, in tax in general. Um, and legislation as well. So that's another source of law that we that people would tend to use a lot of. Um, yeah. So if I remember correctly, I mean, does, does it still do this then, Lisa? Does it kind of go over um, almost a bit, a bit about the history of law and then kind of how it's relevant to tax? So do they still go through like the different court structures and stuff for tax? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I think that's useful for absolutely everyone, isn't it? Really? Anyone who works in tax to, to know that, to know about those things. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and it's got, it's even, um, it even goes into like the appeals process and different, you know, there's different stages to it an appeal or the first tribunal, you know, so yeah, it has all of that information in there as well. So there is actually, when you think about it, there are actually some topics in there that are really useful to know about for the job and that actually are practical yeah yeah i mean like before i did the law cbe i i think i got asked a few times to do some case law research at work but i didn't really understand what case law was at the time and the law cbe for me definitely kind of added context to it to help me understand what it was i was doing and, and why it's even relevant to look at case law in the first place particularly around like precedents and you know when when a court rules on something when other courts have to follow it or when that's like become a binding um yeah almost way to interpret that piece of legislation um so that that stuff's that definitely um useful for every tax practitioner to know but there's 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 obviously a lot of chapters as well that it's kind of usual dependent on the area that you specialize in i think 100 yeah, yeah. because it's areas that i wouldn't come across but if you did work on say in, in like real estate or something you might have to know a lot more about land law or property law or, you know yeah uh, uh, agreed i mean what what's useful for you working in um partnership tax do you think what are the the main areas that are the useful main, for the day for me um similar to you case law and um legislation mainly legislation if i'm honest um that, that's the point where you know if we're trying to get across a point or look up something for a paper that's that's the backup that we need or it might even provide an answer to what we're trying to look into so yeah legislation a lot yeah for me as well I think that some of the stuff kind of almost felt perfectly for some work employment tax so employment law was really useful for me as well I remember that sticking out as being useful I kind of knew about it anyway because it's it's almost like some of the most important stuff you need to know about working in employment tax, I think. Um, what else was that? I think contract law was useful as well, um, particularly how that ties into tax as well, really, because um, and, and how contract law works. I thought that was quite useful as well. But um, there definitely are going to be some useful chapters, regardless of the area of tax that you work in. And I think you should almost like take advantage of that where there's a chapter that you know is useful for your job. Try and make a, I think trying to make a link between that and what you're learning is useful because it's going to give more context to what you're reading. It's probably going to also help it to stick more in your memory as well. So kind of as you're reading through the material, you could sometimes think, oh, this is related to something I've done at work or I've, I've wondered about this when I was at work. And I think as soon as you do that, it's just going to make it make it more memorable. I mean, did you do anything like that as well, Alicia? Because I, I know I did uh, quite a lot when I was doing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I had, well, it's almost as though I had to, but where I have used legislation before, it was it was that understanding. And like you said, looking at things about president and things like that to do with case law. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I had to apply, I 
the way I went about it was actually try to relate it to things I'm currently working on when I was studying because they were at the forefront of my my brain but yeah definitely um trying to apply it makes it more useful or more manageable yeah I, I completely on the same page there um so we've kind of talked about ones that are some are relevant for you and some aren't I mean like what do you think are the most important ones to know than just for any practitioner you mentioned case law I think already and the stuff yeah. about legislation is there anything else that springs to mind or do you think that that covers it um those well those are the main ones that I would use again I, I think it's dependent on you know what area of tax you work in, like you said but also I know we're talking about relaying it to our jobs but also I found having just done my um APS paper a lot well not a lot but there are awareness sections that come up which link to law and ethics as well as other areas of tax but so in um in the law book where where I'm doing um, OMB CTA, um, there are aspects that come that we need to know about winding up a company and you would find that in this particular book, but it's not something you would literally learn on the course. So you're expected to know it. So it's useful to try and retain that information. So having that fresh in my mind while I'm trying to then go on and redo my CTA um, OMB paper was really useful. Yeah, no, that's a really good point actually, because um, you can get some marks, can't you, from that when it comes to your written papers as well. Yeah. Um, so actually, I know we haven't covered this earlier, but I think it's a useful point to make is in terms of order of study, I think the absolute ideal is to do the CB exams first before you do any of your other exams. I know, yeah. But I know most people don't do that. Me in particular, I didn't, although I did try to do them as early as I could. Um, because in ATT, you can almost get away with, away with not knowing that material because there's a lot of easy marks to get in ATT, I think, so you can get away with it. But when it comes to CTA in particular, like every mark counts, doesn't it? 100%. So, <laughs> so, so almost not just trying to pass the CB, but trying to learn the material is, is going to be useful for your CTAs when it could be the difference between you, you passing, I suppose, and, and not passing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they do. Yeah. They do allocate marks to awareness. So, yeah. I think side note, do they usually, go over it very briefly in some of the talk courses for the APS. I feel like they went over some awareness yeah. points when I yeah, did it. Some, they do, yeah, they do some points, um, but it's always keep good to like, so I was able to literally go into my book and when I'm looking at, you know, um, a winding up of a company, I have all that information here or if you're starting up a company, you know, got it to hand. Yeah, I suppose actually that's almost been like a bit of a blessing in disguise for you. Yeah. Um, having all that knowledge fresh for your APS paper. And I didn't feel like it doing those 2.5 weeks for each, <laughs> each CBE, but it's, it's, it could be, uh, it no, could be really useful, couldn't it? I, I called on law in my APS paper, <laughs> the different resolutions and yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting to know actually now whether that could have been the difference between a pass or a pass or, or not a pass. <laughs> I suppose be, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I found some parts of the law CBE outside of the areas that I was interested in and outside of the ones that I thought would be useful for me as an employment tax specialist, like exceptionally dry. Now, ones like that, for example, I found the trust stuff quite dry, which I think you've, you've mentioned that you actually found quite difficult to remember as well. So it yeah. sounds like you had similar experience with me with some of it being dry and, and hard to, to digest. I mean, how did you deal with that to try and learn them and remember them? So, yeah, for those that it was 
trying to make scenarios up for the trusts and also um, the other areas was I actually found it quite hard to get into in the beginning. So like the actual nature of law um, and things like where it was more to do with the history of law. Although it is interesting from a history point of view, I found it a lot harder to apply those things to just everyday use. And like you said, with the dates and things. So again, with me, where I'm a visual learner, I would, (laughs) it's going to sound strange, but I would cut, so color code things. So it might be that um, I'd have, the law, the actual law wrote in a particular colour and then the date in a different colour or separate them into different sections on the paper. Um, But yeah, again, it was, it's visual, visual aids and colourful because in terms of just taking in the information and retaining it, I struggled with several areas. Yeah. So you're, again, really, you turned the dry facts into something that you found more easy for you to digest, which is using your colours and breaking it down that way. Yeah. So are there any areas or chapters within the law CB that you think are kind of more difficult than others? I know, I know you've mentioned uh, the trust section, but are there any other ones that you think almost need like extra attention to make sure that you can get the, the key facts from it? Um, maybe not extra. Well, I... I paid particular attention to the ones to do with property and and land law, although I found them really interesting in terms of, you know, if you go through, when you go through the process of like maybe even trying to buy somewhere or let somewhere, um, trying to figure out, you know, tenants in common. And I found those interesting. Um, But I also found them because there was so many little points, I also found it difficult to to remember them as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite hard to explain. Um, I guess, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was a lot to do with um, land and property and also contract law because there was so many different stages to it and employment. I feel like I'm listening to everything, but also... <laughs> Employment law, I know you work in it, but all the different parts to like a different contract that something's got to have and yeah. 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 Well I think that I think that emphasizes the point actually about the law one though, that there are actually a lot of difficult chapters in it. Yeah, yeah. Even I'm just remembering more, sorry, to do will um different will um, Oh yeah, wills. And the law well. of intercy. Oh, I can't I can never yeah. pronounce the word. What is the what is that word? Do you know the one I'm on about? I think that's how you say intercy. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. It never sounds right when I say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got. I forgot yeah. about that. You know, actually thinking that there are some things in there that are useful just outside of work as well. Yeah. Like from a, a personal perspective, I think like the stuff around will is the wills in there as well. Yeah. 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 That's obviously really that's in there for people who work in inheritance tax, isn't it? But if you can take like a personal connection out, out of that as well and link it to your life outside of working tax, then. That's probably something that will, will help actually to make make some of those things stick as well. Remember that I did find that interesting actually because I had no idea how kind of well I didn't even know what the word a statement before I thought it was a a, a type of car that had a a big boost. <laughs> yeah. And then when I come to read the law, <laughs> when I come to the law exam, I started knowing what it meant in kind of that way as well. So it's definitely interesting knowing how money and belongings pass down. I thought from uh, when people pass. Yeah, it's yeah. It seems really intricate, you know. If if you don't have 
I don't know if you if you no longer have like grandparents or something and it jumps and yeah even trying to remember all of that it's like oh gosh this is so much <laughs> it is but actually I think what's good about that is almost you kind of you've always known really that something happens when when people pass you know and then actually getting even though it's high level in the law CBE it does give you a bit of an insight into it I actually think personally I, I think they it would be better if the law CBE was more a bit more in detail at times I I, I don't like high level because I feel like stuff's missing and it makes it harder I think to kind of understand, understand it yeah yeah completely agree whereas when you're not understanding it's much more difficult to remember but I'm sure the uh, CIOT and ATT are not going to take on uh, that thought and make it more in depth. <laughs> many, many students would probably come and kill me if that happened as well. And then, then I definitely need the, the rules of wills and intestacy. <laughs> so, just kind of as a, as a last as a last thought, then around um, the law CBE, have you got any kind of last piece of advice that you would give someone who's looking to pass that exam? Um. Other than, like I said before, doing as many questions as possible, um, I think it's basically what you've been saying, trying to make it a bit more interesting um, and trying to understand how best you retain information because particularly with that with that, um, that exam, you have to find a good way to retain it all because there is so much. Um, so whether it is... Um, visual aids whether it is trying to like you say stop have a study buddy or um yeah trying to add scenarios I just think it's key to find a, a, an effective way w- with that particular one because of the volume of the facts yeah yeah no agreed and I think actually my kind of one big tip is I wish someone told me this before I started doing the law CB is pay close attention to the dates and deadlines because the amount of questions that they ask you around that I think is unbelievable and because they're, they're so close always that there's such similar dates and deadlines all the time it's easy to get them confused so I'd probably make an effort early on to to create the different categories of deadlines almost so anything that's 30 days you kind of you group them all together anything that's 45 days you group them all together and I think if you do that early on you're going to find it so much easier to remember all the different deadlines and and dates when it comes to actually doing the the practice papers and then in terms of remembering them I think uh, recall is the is the key point I think in terms of being effective is try to reduce the reading once you've learned everything and focus on trying to recall stuff instead uh, yeah. and that way uh, hopefully you'll remember the key facts yeah yeah that was a really good point on the, the deadlines so I wish I knew that one yeah, it's, it's a massive one, isn't it? It's, it seems so small, but I remember almost trying to backfill afterwards, thinking that, oh, I've, you know, when you start noticing the pattern that it's 30 or 45 or whatever yeah. the amount of days were, you, you notice the pattern, don't you? But it's almost too late then. Yeah. You've already gone through like 20 chapters already. <laughs> I hope you found the tips given in this episode useful. You can download the supplementary tip sheet for passing the CBEs by heading on over to thetaxprofessionalspodcast.com forward slash CBE tips. Make sure you don't miss out on the ethics and accounting CBE episodes which will follow this one by signing up for email notifications at thetaskprofessionalspodcast.com forward slash subscribe. There's plenty of previous episodes on the podcast to help you with passing the ATT and CTA exams. Links to popular ones will be in the show notes. But that's not all that's covered. 
There's interviews with successful tax professionals to hear the secrets to their success and episodes covering how to improve at important skills for working in tax. Head on over to thetaxprofessionalspodcast.com or search for The Tax Professionals Podcast in your podcast player of choice to listen. All of the links mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes for this episode at thetaxprofessionalspodcast.com forward slash ttpp39a. But that's it for this episode. Hope you liked the episode and have taken away some useful points to help you to progress, develop and improve your tax career. Until next time.